everyone, it's James Harvey, NBN News Weather Guy. And you've heard a lot of talk about Chinese weather balloons being sighted over the city of Detroit. Well, I'm here to tell you there's no need to panic because we're conducting an experiment. Now, flat earthers have a theory that the earth is flat, so I would think that I would be able to see my house from here, but I can't. So we decided to send one of our crack intern reporters up in a hot weather balloon to see if they could see it from up there. Because at that point, they should be over the curvature of the earth. So, some young guy, what do you have? Well, indeed, James, the earth is round and I can see your house. However, wait a second. It, it looks as though they're breaking into your house. What? What do you mean they're robbing my house? Wait, wait. They're they're pointing at me. What? What are they pointing? They're point. They have guns, James. They have guns. Some young guy, get down! Get down! They didn't teach me how to take it down. They only taught me how to go up. Oh no! They're shooting at me. Oh God! Oh geez! Mayday! 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 I have been hit. Mayday! I'm calling you an ambulance. I don't have 45 minutes for an ambulance! This is Detroit! Oh my god! The humanity! The humanity! Live from downtown Detroit, it's no BS news out with my main man, Stoney! Just a break it Double or bullshit. Double or bullshit. Good evening, smartest people in the world. The news that does not insult you. Remember I reported last week how the Detroit police contract, born out of the 67 riots, became the nationwide template of discipline for police officers across the country. The city and its police union have entered into their latest agreement this past November. It runs to 2027. I was told that none of the discipline standards had changed, but I could not find a copy of the contract myself. Sources on the city council didn't know what was in it. A police commissioner I know has yet to see it. A dozen cops I spoke with said they had not received a copy. The contract has yet to be posted on an official city website as far as I can see. That in itself should reveal to you just how musty and opaque the political drapery that smothers this town. But I got the contract all right, all 72 pages of it. And indeed, none of the disciplinary rules or language has changed. Disciplinary paperwork is still removed from an officer's file after two years. An arbitrator, not the chief of police, nor the police commission, mets out the punishment. And the clauses within the contract itself supersede the rules set out in the city charter should they conflict. I said that right. But that was not the most surprising thing I found in the lengthy and laborious labor agreement. The most surprising language was right there on the second page entitled Law Enforcement Code of Ethics. I'd never read the words before and I don't know who penned them. I don't know if it was a union official or a city lawyer who proposed them for inclusion into the contract, but I'm glad they did. The words are nothing short of inspiring. To quote a piece, a law enforcement officer 
My fundamental duty is to serve mankind, to safeguard lives and property, to protect the innocent against deception, the weak against oppression or intimidation, and the peaceful against violence or disorder, and to respect the constitutional rights of all persons to liberty, equality, and justice. These are elevating words, and yet somehow vaguely antique, a vestige of a simpler, more naive time, perhaps. They were drafted in 1957. Leave it to Beaver premiered on CBS then. The post-war baby boom hit its peak, and the Brooklyn Dodgers moved west to the sun-soaked hills of L.A. Of course, this is also the year the federal troops were ordered to enforce the integration of schools in Little Rock, Arkansas. The code continues. I will keep my private life unsullied as an example to all. Maintain courageous calm in the face of danger, scorn, or ridicule. Most of us know someplace in our hearts, if we're being honest, that these words reflect the behavior of the majority of men and women today who wear the badge. I just wonder if the peace officers themselves are aware of this. To all those weary cops struggling in these dark days, I hope this code of ethics will serve as a pillar for you to lean upon, something to remind you of your legacy when you grow weary or feel defeated. The blanket of brotherhood is threadbare in America today, and you've become the focus of a collective anger. But you are the only governmental agency that even bothers to answer our calls, no questions asked. Know that we need you. Know that we remember the names of those among you who gave their lives for us. Know that we shall not forget them and remember the code of ethics. I recognize the badge of my office as a symbol of public faith and I accept it as a public trust to be held so long as I am true to the ethics of police service. Indeed. Play the commercial, motherfucker. Yep. This message of uplift is brought to you by business and personal wealth advisor Luke Nowacki, who reminds you that what does it profit a man to gain the whole world but never enter the kingdom of God? But while you're waiting, Nowacki wants you to remember that overreaction is not a sound financial strategy. So call Luke Nowacki at 248-663-4748 for sound financial advice. Also, the No Bullshit News Hour brought to you by Hall Financial. Help yourself. Over 40% of Americans don't have 500 bucks in their account in case of emergency. A lot of people don't realize they can use the equity in their house to put themselves in a better place. A cash-out refinance from Hall Financial can help relieve financial stress and keep you and your family prepared for the future. Consolidate your credit card debt at a lower rate. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current house, you need to call Hall Financial first, like we all do around here. 866-CALL-HALL. Or get started by going to callhallfirst.com. I'll be calling him. I got some credit debt for him to look at. Okay, good, Red. Did you call Did you call Legacy Partners? So you got yes, I did. They, did you, did they you get great. a good rate? Pretty decent. Better than the other places you were calling around? They, they did pretty decent. They were good. Were they, okay, since you're going to be an asshole. I <laughs> know. No, no, Either they, were, they good. were good or they weren't good. They were good. No, I don't expect you to do jumping jab, but don't give me no fucking. Uh, right. Yeah, they're right, all right. They, they were good. They were better than a lot of people I talked to. I want you to go lot. out there and do 10 fucking push ups <laughs> and come back and get your attitude right. Okay. You over there getting them commercials going on time. We're going to fix this shit. And fuck. God damn it, this is no backdoor bullshit podcast. This is the top 200, man. Let's, be, let's, let's, let's behave like we're one. 
Okay, I give you. We got Flat Earth Dave here. Flat Earth Dave, one of the leading voices on the Flat Earth movement in the United States. Do you know that? And we got to move along because these Cuomo shows setting up over there. I got to leave my own show to go do the Cuomo show. And they're telling me what I can and can't. I say, nobody telling me what to say. <laughs> You're a busy man. So what I'm telling you is Legacy Partners is the place to shop, bro. They saved me. They saved Mark. They saved Bernie. They saved us all. <laughs> Yes. All right, okay. <laughs> now go do your push-ups. Friday, yeah, right. go do those push-ups. And that, like, they do they do life insurance. So before you hear, <laughs> right, call them right. Up. That's call, what I'm saying. Call them up. Five eight six two zero nine four one zero six. Tell them I sent you. They're the best. Boom. Okay. What we got on the show today, Mark? We got Karen on the phone. We should. Sick yeah. as a chinchilla. She was set up at her desk. I just I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't. You know, she's look at me. She's a gamer. She knows everybody's Hello. waiting. Hello. There she is. Hello. Hi, Karen. Hey, Charlie. How you feeling? Uh, I'm going to be okay. Mm. I just, you know, I'm all right. Are you in bed? It, it caught up with me. <laughs> it caught up with me. Are you in bed? Uh, yes, I'm lying down. Mm. What are you wearing? Is this, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the one call. <laughs> 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 listen you and i were talking we just wanted to talk about the economy real quick like you and i were talking about the 180 dollars mm-hmm. that the whitmer administration sending around to us as a yeah. uh, uh relief from inflation and i'm i'm just so confused like i don't know what 180 does and i thought like the federal government was trying to take money out of the system to get inflation down and then we're sending out money uh, does what 180 even go that far no it's not charlie and to me it's like the same carrot they use for the insurance giving you back the money that you paid into the fund anyway it's just a a minor distraction to say hey you know we're giving you something back but this is almost an insult um to me and and i think people ought to look at it for what it is and what it isn't and what it is is not much and I just it it doesn't it doesn't do anything. It's it's a distraction, and it's just it's just for show. I think it's I mean, voodoo. We could, we could save I, this for when we need it, right? So, so anyway, we asked Karen if she wouldn't mind uh, tagging along with a camera to go to the grocery store just to, just to see how far one hundred and eighty dollars goes. And here's Karen's first produce piece for the no bullshit news hour which thank you you hundreds of thousands of people well, it's not 100 it's a hundred thousand plus look at that and this oh, wow. and this is That's cool this when when you do that and karen thinks it's worthwhile this is what you get i'm not one to complain much when it comes to the cost of things choosing instead to be thankful that i can handle it but with all the conversation centering on food costs i decided to take a closer look and was amazed and disappointed at what i saw seven dollars for eggs 21 dollars for ground beef produce cream cheese and six dollars for verners are all prices that somehow feel unfair a man stopped me in the store and said they were putting the squeeze on the average american not sure who they are, but somewhere there are those whose concerns don't include ours. A substandard minimum wage, unstable gas prices, and rising inflation. I kind of wanted this to be informative and entertaining, but this is no laughing matter. So where are we headed? Apparently to hell in a shopping basket. $289. Charlie, every trip to the store, and, and, and again, I hate to say it, and I don't mean to, you know, I don't 
necessarily pay that close attention. I go in, I get what I need, and I'm thankful to be able to do that. But when you start paying attention to this stuff, it's absolutely asinine, the prices. Um, and I can't help but think about people who have, you know, families, limited income, and that are just trying to get through day to day. I mean, it's unfair. And you know what, Karen? I, I, I'm not sure if I heard you correctly at the top of the, your piece there, but sounded to me like you said, I'm fortunate and I, I, I can pay, but I, I didn't really know the prices of food were going up. Yeah, I just, I, I guess I've really never quite paid attention to it. I, I mean, I don't. And, and, and like I said, I am thankful for that. You know, I mean, I see people that have to add up what they're purchasing before they get to the store. I mean, you know, there are, I mean, we all come with a different set of resources. Mm. So I haven't quite paid probably the attention to it that I could have or should have. Um, but once you look closely, hell, I'm glad I didn't. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> I was like 21 fucking dollars for beef. For beef. Uh, you know, I was like, if yeah. I, and I don't know the price of anything except cigarettes, beer, gas, <laughs> and tools. <laughs> And believe me, when you get a new lawnmower, you're like, 450 fucking dollars? The fuck? Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And, you know, I had a conversation with somebody like, you know, solutions to all this stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, exist. It's like we're just, everybody's playing a game with our lives. Yes. And that's just. Yes. And everybody's it's, it's angry. Just, it's, it's not cool. No. And that's what it is. They're just. And we don't trust the government. I, I, you know, all this. All this stuff that we're complaining about is the federal level. Like crime is local level, right? But right. when when you're talking mm -hmm. about inflation at six and a half, and the president saying in the State right. of the Union it's going down, no, it was exactly six and a half a year ago. It just did a up bump. It's six and a half. Mm -hmm. The real wages after inflation went down two percent mm -hmm. because yeah. these aren't good right. jobs anymore. It's NAFTA, it's China, and it's it's robots. Say it is, yeah. and then yeah. and yeah, then right. the deficit is a one point two trillion dollars. So I got to, I got I got to get shout out to my mama because I've had a really nice good career in journalism, but I never got to be a talking head before the State <laughs> of the Union address. I was a talking head. I was like, Mom, I made it. I'm a talking head on Cuomo, and just because we're trying to fill time, this is what I said. <laughs> we're stressed out. And he's not going to address the things that every single one of us, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican or that independent that swings everything, it's the sanctity. There's three things I think. There's the sanctity of the dollar. You tell me out there, the dollar that you earned, it's not worth what it was. You saved it. We're tripping on this, right? There is supposed to be a chicken in every pot, an egg in every pot. And now we're getting gristle and bones in the pot with the water that's got lead in it. And if you're from Jackson, Mississippi, you got no water at all. I thought you did a great job as a pundit. I do too. What'd you say, Mark? I thought he did a good job as a pundit. I watched that whole that whole hour, man. I thought you did good. I, I want to say you did good at catching yourself right there because for a moment I thought you was about to say stripping, but you caught yourself and came tripping. <laughs> Did you do your push-ups? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> I couldn't get in touch with legacy. This, Charlie, you're just talking about a move to make sure that kids have free lunch in yeah. school. Why? Why do kids have to go to school and not be able to afford 
want. Why the hell do we got to pay for kids to have free lunch? It shouldn't be that way. It should be like the parents are able to buy them lunch. It's it's going, you know, when... Get ready, Dave. Here it comes. Here it comes, Dave. Flatter, Dave. Here comes. Here comes the cue to you. <laughs> I mean, what's next? What, I mean, what do you tell me? Economy's good. What next? Are you going to tell me the Earth is flat? The Earth <laughs> is flat, Charlie. Oh Jesus. Okay, we'll be back with that right after this. Thanks, Karen. Get some sleep. Two. What everything? Aside cheese fries to go. Ready, set, go, red, go. Detroit might not make it to the championships, but you can have a little bit of Detroit at your next championship party. American Coney Island, 12 dogs with all the fixing. Air mail special, right to your door. That includes Alaska and Hawaii. AmericanConeyIsland.com. The first, the best, and better than all the rest. And they can't fly either. That, that's a shame. The Super Bowl is going to come and go. I love that commercial. Yeah. Just means we don't have to make a new one. Now we got to make a new one. Oh, like, you know, Red's been coming in. He's dragging his ass into the meeting. He's, you know, he's all late and shit. He, he, he got like paper like this. He come in like this. But, but I, I was ready. Yeah, he, he, he goes, yeah, well, yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. He goes like this. He walks in and he's writing notes, right? And I'm like... The fuck, you're 20 minutes late, motherfucker, trying to look all writerly and shit. He just like, and he's like, I was ready to go. I'm like, it's already written. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's looking busy, right? I mean, if you look busy, you look like you're doing something. At least that shows he cares. Yeah. He does care. I halfway, did you put push-ups yet? I, I, I'm down to four. Give me another 20. Okay. I forgot about that. My man. That was, a good, that was a great intro. He's got a great piece coming up, too. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's stay really? with. First of all, we got Flat Earth Dave, and then after Flat Earth Dave, we got Red. It's a Black History Month, and Red goes around to check the extent of the Detroit Black History trivia. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, I want to welcome in Dave Weiss. Dave is one of the flat world's leading voices across the globe. Not only can he be heard around the world on his weekly podcast, The Flat Earth. He's a popular film producer and a keynote speaker at the Crown Plaza at the Denver Airport. Wow. In addition, hey, I'm I'm pumping you up, bro. In addition to starring in such films as The Next Level and that unbelievable follow-up level with me, Weiss has garnered an astonishing 130 hundred subscribers on YouTube. Please welcome to the No Bullshit News Hour, Flat Earth Dave dot com thanks for being yeah. here dave hey dave <laughs> hey man thanks for having me i don't know what the hell we're going to cover in this short amount of time but where do you want to start man okay first of you all know, you you've got a standing invitation when we will you know things happen we we got a lot to do tonight got to get off got to do cuomo you know kissing the ass of big media corporate media bro we're doing <laughs> it all right but i want to do this i got a friend and i respect the hell out of him He's a he's a big dude in this town, and he's a flat earth guy. And he calls me, and my daughter laughs. And I said, "Don't laugh, don't laugh, because you don't know why the earth is round. You have no idea as a human being, except you've been told." Agree? Yeah, absolutely. You have you have no no proof that the earth is a globe. Okay, so I think maybe we do, and my friend my one i respect most isn't the brightest bulb in the universe so we had to have you on so let's do this like it's a bar it's me and red and mark and we're just talking and you walk in right 
That means you're not allowed to go on and on and on because we'll throw a beer in your face. Okay, so we just, I, I wrote some questions and thank you, dude. This is going to be great. Yes. And everybody respect each other because even if you don't believe this, this is an opportunity for you to explore the world that you live in that you, you stare in a phone. So I find this to be really interesting. All right. So Flat Earth Dave, gravity. Gravity, the theory is, pulls from the center of the mass equally on all sides of the mass, making it a sphere. That's gravity. If the Earth is flat, yeah. there is no gravity. Is there gravity on Earth? And if not, why wouldn't all the water flow over the edge? I'll keep it as short as I can. We'll be Thank pretty you, short. Dave. Gravity is a made-up theory. Think about this. All of these little bits, you know, started sticking together and created the ball Earth, right? A lumpy ball surrounded by curved water, surrounded by spherical air adjacent to a void, which is science. The, the molecule of dirt or whatever of Earth that's at the very center says, everybody come to me. I'm the center of gravity. It's ridiculous. What about something halfway between the center and the outside? Why does it say everything come to me? Gravity is a made-up theory. They say it's a weak force. They say it's the, the, the electrostatic force, which is not a made-up force, which is something that we can actually test, is 10 to the 36 power stronger than gravity, okay? That's then a, that's a, not okay, a that's then a gravity's fake. Thing, then but the thing is, when I drop something, when I, how do you know it's not, not the electrostatic provable versus the made-up theory? Wait a minute. So when, when, when I, so you say there's no gravity. When I jump up into the air, why don't I keep going? Okay, so, so, the earth has a negative or neutral charge. Everything above the earth is in a positive field. Negative and positive attract. The earth isn't moving. So it says down is this way. Buoyancy and density sort everything else out after that. Boy, this balloon, wait, wait, hold on, Dave. I told you. Now, you don't have to get it all in. We're at a bar here. We're just talking. All right, all right. Buoyancy and density. Density. Uh, I, I studied astronomy in college. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Me too, unfortunately. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're obviously a bright guy, dude. It's, you can get people to believe this. But uh, density is, if memory serves, is, is it's mass divided by volume. Mass of an object divided by the volume, the space it takes. So, Right? Let, let me, let me. Well, wait, let me, let me, my turn, my turn, Dave, my turn. Go ahead, go okay. ahead. Okay. Density is mass divided by volume, I think. Don't hold it, me to it, but I believe that to be the case. And mass, if I remember correctly, mass over volume, what is mass? Mass is weight divided by gravity. <laughs> it's much simpler than this. You know the positive negative attracts, right? Right? So the earth has a negative charge to it. Every atom at that, if you look at the earth periodic has a table, negative charge every atom. Every atom that's heavier than the next one has a stronger positive charge. What does Lead heavy mean? Your argument's circular. Well, what? How do so, you measure no, I'm, weight? I'm telling you. No, no, I'm telling no, but you. But I just, I just want to get it clear. How do you measure weight? So it, it's the it's the attraction to the Earth, the electrostatic attraction. If you could make Gravity. my screen big for a second. If you no, you're, you're just throwing a word out there that you that you don't even know what it means. I, so I, check this I'm out. This stupid. is stupid. Hey, Come on, you this love is called me, the man. silent Come on, drone. Dave, this is a bar. Like, look, okay, if there's no graph, forget look, it. Because look at this picture. Look at this oh, picture. Oh, you got look a picture? At this. You, it, He's got a picture. I'm, I'm showing you a video. This drone has no moving parts, and it is it is 
It is just changing its electrostatic field and it's floating. Mm. So what is it defying? Gravity mm. or electrostatics? I don't well, know. It's provably it's provably okay, defying. I don't know, but I know this. All if, of this information. If there was no gravity, app. if Dave, it's just a bar, man. Come on. If yeah. gra there was no gravity, wouldn't water fall off the side of the earth? Does water fall off the side of a lake? Well, it spreads until land is there. But according to right. you know, and guess what? Yeah. absolutely and our land is the the land that holds in the world's pond is the um is is the shore the shoreline of our world is is antarctica so this is how the world is set up we live in a giant lake antarctica is the highest land on earth it holds our water in that's the edge of our lake so Period. we live in a nice large bodies of water at Bradley flat listen We're in dave, a dave dave you do podcasts so for the for those listening yeah. you, the picture is the land mass is in, in, in the water, and the water is surrounded by an ice wall, big, circular, giant ice wall, correct? Well, sort of, a shoreline. Okay. Just think about okay. that. Let me give you a smaller scale Shoreline. Model. Let's pretend you're in, you're in Kansas. You're on a lake. It's, let's say it's five miles around. There's islands on that lake, right? That's the world. Those islands are the continents. The shoreline of the lake is Antarctica. The question How come we've is, never seen the shoreline? Here? Because How come we've you never see this pink line here. Because this pink line here, which is 60 degrees south, so it's still 1,000 miles or so away from Antarctica, nobody's allowed to independently explore out there. And if you go out there, you'll be stopped by military ships, planes, drones, everything. So, right? You will not be allowed to explore beyond there. So the world, it's, it's, basically, it's, it's basically the New World Order. We're not allowed to see the edge of the Earth. Well, you know what? So, you know, what's funny is it's not the edge of the earth. It's the edge of our known lands. I yeah. contend, and we don't know anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica. We don't know what's out there, right? Well, how do we, we don't know, know if there's other ponds out there? How do we know? How do we know what? How do we know that the wall's there if we're not allowed to see it? Well, there, there's people that you can go to the shoreline of Antarctica and you can see the wall. I mean, it's the shoreline and most of the shoreline is um, much higher than the, than the land, than the, than the water. Right. So if you go to Antarctica, you can just Google pictures of Antarctic ice wall. Just to say it, it's not like the Game of Thrones. It's but just I, the shoreline. I Googled, of our I Googled uh, Antarctica shot from space and it didn't show me a wall. It showed me a gigantic landmass. Yeah. All of the pictures of Antarctica from space, uh, you know, from high altitude are cartoons. You can see um, actual photos from high altitude. Most of them are from balloons and planes um, of all the rest of the world. But you can't see Antarctica and you can't see um, you can't see the, the Arctic also. You can't the see North the North Pole, Pole, which is in Both the center North of the Earth. It's in the center. Well, on the ball, it's at the center of the top. Yeah. But on the flat Earth, the, the North Pole is the center of our lake. How right? come? It's the center of our I lake. I got it. I got it. So just just a guy curious, interesting theory. I might, I might even be buying into this. Yeah. Why is the middle of the Earth the, the pole? The pole there. We don't have gravity. I've only gone to the gravitational well, pole. Hold on. Again, so why is that part frozen, but the rest of the center isn't frozen? Well, that's a that's a very good question. So if Thank you, you can uh, pull up answer. my screen, I'm going to give you a great answer. Thank you. So, so if you can pull up my screen, um, this is this is my app. It's called the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. You see the sun here. Go slow. And there's a pink. There's, Time out. Our, yeah. our listeners are intelligent. They're actually taking everybody seriously. Right. Give us the name where All we right. can go find this. 
All right. You can find all of this at flatearthdave.com. Yes, Everything you can. I'm telling you, don't believe a single word I say. Go to flatearthdave.com. And then the believe the word he there. says the there. Way, yeah. I'm, I'm offering three Bitcoins for one globe proof <laughs> after you take the challenge. Okay. Three Bitcoins. So the sun migrates in between these two yellow lines, the Tropic of Capricorn on December 21st and the Tropic of Cancer on July 21st. I mean, June 21st. So, so pause, migrates wait a minute, pause, in. bro, because we're getting the science here. Yeah. You're saying that the earth rotates around, uh, the sun nope, rotates the sun around the earth. over the earth, yes. And it stays within the wall itself. It stays in our pond. It's melted out our pond. Then how do we get darkness? So just it's just like when the if you if you're outside on a long street with a street light above you, a half a mile down the street, the street lights that are at the same height literally are merged with the horizon. Take it farther on a bigger scale, its light just goes away. When well, that's because of the curve away, in the earth. No, it's not. It's due to perspective and it's it's the layers of perspective. So um, you're you're saying again, like you're saying at a, at a certain amount of time that you can't see things because of the parallax theorem and that basically your eyes no. will not be able to see into the great distance because they're not strong instruments well that's not it at all the sky and the ground merge at your eye level as you look away you know look down a long hallway in uh you know at the bellagio the at the end of the hallway the lights are touching the carpet because that's just how your eyes work they come together right when you look out over the ocean the clouds touch the water you know 20 miles away and that's that where they meet you can't see any farther that's called the horizon which is also a short name for the horizontal eye zone well let me say that, let me get in there though you're right like i yeah. i have a shack on the lake and i like watching yeah. the, the the tankers and yeah. they disappear because of the uh, what'd you call it the not the parallax. horizontal eye zone yeah, the, the horizontal eye zone. I should be able with a telescope to see them, and I can't see them. They disappear. Actually, which... that, that's not true. So what, check this uh, out. Ready? Yeah, make, yeah, yeah. make my screen big. Make, make, make my screen, screen big. Big, so, really big. So, so out Bigger. here is the horizon, yes. and we don't, see, we don't see any boat. So as I'm zooming in, what I'm doing is I'm increasing the angular size, and as mm -hmm. I increase the angular size, mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. of a sudden you go, look, there's a boat. That's it's right there. That's because I you're getting closer to the boat. No, I'm not. This is just zooming. Yeah, that's called that's called moving. the telescope. That's what that means. Yeah, it's so, a telescope. So, but you said you can't see it. So watch these little waves in the foreground will hide the entire boat. The boat gets smaller and smaller, and you can't see it. And a glober would say it's over the curve. If we lived I, on a I ball, don't think it's over the curve. I just I see because I live there. That that looks like my lake. That exactly <laughs> yeah. looks where my lake house is. And when I get my telescope yeah. out, it's great. I can see people doing yeah, it, it on that boat. So you can you can go look across your lake, take a measurement, it's and a know lake. that at Respect. just th at at three miles, you should not be able to see the curve of the. You should not be able to see the surface of the water anymore because on a globe, the size that they tell us. I see. No, it, at three miles, that. it drops six feet. Okay, so look. He, here's the why, thing. Okay, Charlie. so wait. Well, I got to get it straight. It's not go sunny if the Earth is flat and and a. The Earth, the, the sun never sets, apparently, on this model. So it doesn't it, go out into space like my buddy said. He said it goes so far out there that you can't see and then it comes back. You're saying the sun is such low wattage that when it's over Mexico, you can't see it in China because it's low wattage. 
more or less. That's actually not true. Let me let me show you another one if you can make my uh, make my screen big again. Man, you so wouldn't be very funny in the bar. <laughs> no, I'm not. I actually, I'm really. He'd be pulling out his phone. Like, let me show you this site. <laughs> oh no, I would put out. I would put out my phone. So look, this is the sun. The sun went down, 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 and then it stopped. And it stopped going down. Now my friends are at the beach over here. Because they you press pause. <laughs> Watch. Look. Watch what's happening here. This is super sped up. It doesn't go down. It's going away. And it finally gets so far away that it disappears into the soup of the atmosphere. And it takes its light with it. This happens every single day. I you never don't see, it see from that. That's not what I don't see. Don't see it from a terrestrial point of view. I see that every time I smoke weed while I'm watching okay. the sun go down. No. That's my eyelid. It looks to me like no. it's getting uh, obfuscated by clouds or something. So let me yeah. ask this. Let's so, okay. But we got the theory. Let me say this. Now, yeah. the, is the sun just yes or no? Is the sun spherical? Sure looks spherical, but are the lights in your ceiling spherical? Uh, not well. Not the LEDs. They're the curly cues. Okay. Well, the, do the lights have any correlation to the shape of your floor? Uh, no. That's a big no. That's a big no. So the lights in the sky that you're looking up at are not terra firma. They're not other worlds. They're not giant burning balls of gas, which can scientifically be proven. Hmm. They're not what they told you it is. So therefore, you can't say the Earth is a globe because I see lights in the sky. Okay, and I but think no, I balls. know that. I know what you're saying. It's a fair argument, dude. Because we want to get back to what you can know on earth as a human being who looks at your natural environment. I'm just asking. Yeah. I'm, so is the yeah, sun yeah, no in problem. your eye? It's round. And what about the moon, which I can see? It's not physical. In and a it's, telescope. Close. it's what? Right. The, the moon looks spherical, okay. but I have a video I can show you that has four different moons on it. Only one of them spherical, but you can't tell which one is spherical. Okay. So, so unless you can okay. it, measure it, you don't know what, what the shape is. Let me ask you a question. This, this line here, is this level or is it sloping down? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm listening to the podcast, so I don't know what line you're talking yeah. about. That's why I said you got to explain. Right, you can't. You can't. So uh, I'm showing you an image here, which uh, basically That's shows a hair a line in going your down. telescope lens. <laughs> Now, listen, my question is, does the moon and the sun orbit the earth on the same uh, plane? Are they, you know, working in a similar orbit? The sun and the moon circle above the earth, just like I'm showing you here on the app. I got it super sped up. Whoops. At the same level, I'm saying. Are they both like 3,000 miles above earth? Is one 5,000, one 2,000? Simple question. You know what? Nobody knows the distance and some flat earthers claim at 3000, but you know, you can also change the, the apparent sizes of those suns. you know, make it half the size and then it's only 1500 miles. Is that, is I that, personally think is that your pussy? <laughs> that's my, my cat. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> nice. Up here. It's this nice. is Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Hmm. What's that yes. mean? The world is flat. Uh, Swahili. It's, uh, yeah, you learned about the Anunnaki maybe one day when they come back. I'm going to after this, believe me, bro, because he got a video now where he's, he's walking with a light bulb in front of the camera. Okay, listen. So how can you get a lunar eclipse if they're floating above the Earth and the Earth can never come between the moon and the sun? Yeah. How do you get the shadow on the moon? Yeah, so you, you're believing, you're, you're jumping forward, you're believing that the eclipse is... Um, because of the lunar eclipse is because of this, the moon is um, creating a shadow on the, I mean, the earth is creating a shadow on the moon, but mm -hmm. there's a thing called the Selenian eclipse, right? Where the viewer can good. see the sun and the moon both above their horizon on opposite horizons, which that would eliminate of course you the can. earth being the 
Of no, course but, you can. But, that's that's called the lunar cycle, bro. Come out. I'm educated man over here with it. You can see him. You can see you can see the sun and the moon in the daytime. And you can't see the new moon in the daytime. But that's how you, you get a solar about? eclipse. Yeah. The moon. No, you're incorrect. You're I'm, yeah, I'm just because you said it doesn't mean I might be incorrect. It's a point. You're incorrect. <laughs> Listen, on, uh, on, so, so here's the thing. We can make jokes. We have a great time about this we, all the time. Are. We are. Listen, bro, with... I'm warming these people up to you. Yeah. Get listen. All right, don't don't show up to the public square and just start yelling like a lunatic. People are liking you, man. So answer me this: Why (laughs) I've been to Australia? I saw, I saw Alpha Centauri. I saw the Southern Cross. I live in Michigan. I see Polaris. I cannot see them if the Earth is flat. Why can't I see some constellations? In fact, why can't I see Orion the Hunter in the summer? Charlie, great question. Thank so you. Um, you and I, you and I are in a in a room, ten foot high ceilings, and with there's the all random lights in the ceiling. We, yeah, with the cat, yep. and we look up and we say, "Hey, look! There's the starfish. There's a cat. There's a fish. Whatever. You know, you're drawing pictures of these stars, right? You're drawing, connecting the dots. Then all of a sudden, I expand this room to ten miles wide. I say, mm. hey, Charlie, go for a walk. Go five miles down the room." Okay. Within a quarter of a mile, I can't see you anymore because the ceiling and the floor have merged and you have disappeared into the horizontal eye zone. You're gone. So you're five miles away from me. I call you on your cell phone. I say, Charlie, look up at those lights and the ceiling. Do you see the starfish? Do you see the cat? Do you see the fish? And you're like, no, I see completely different stars. And I'm like, well, therefore this room must be a sphere. It's only because you can't see the North star from the South. Um, because you're just too I, far I didn't away. Get I didn't get that. Okay, I'll move on. I didn't get that. I'll move on. What time is it? Uh, oh boy, uh, thirteen two. Seven, okay, so okay, so I, you're gonna. You, would you please come back on, Dave? This is cool. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll come back on. But let me let me just plug no, my, no, my, I, where people can learn about this. Yes, go on. Flatterdave.com. Uh, Flatterdave.com. This is the app. Don't buy the app, right? Just go to the app store and read the reviews, and then you'll buy the app. Okay. But it's three dollars, and 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 check it out. It it gives you everything. It shows you frequently asked questions. Like every question you're going to ask me is already answered it's here. It's like a game show. I, oh, wow. I would totally love doing that. Taking a shit in the morning. Why <laughs> right. right. well, can't I? Let me try. Let me just try it here. So here's, here's why the is it I got married on Mount Rainier, but I couldn't see uh, Mount Shasta? There's every, one. So yeah. here, here's the challenge. Here's the game. Yeah. Every day there's a new video right here. You just click on the featured video a day. You watch it every day for two weeks while you're taking a shit in the morning. Yeah. And then after two weeks, if you can give me one globe proof, you win three Bitcoins or 3,000 ounces of silver. Okay? Okay. How about one this one? One globe okay. You hear proof. that? Go there. That. Go to that thing. Oh, I'm getting that. Oh, you are. You're getting the app. Damn right. Only $3. Yeah. Okay. Three yeah. Bitcoins. Now, listen. Uh, put up the, the, the map of the flat earth. This is the flat earth map. Couple questions. All right. Well, here. Well, hold on. Go hold ahead. On. What's the I got three questions left. We got to go. Okay. So let's do it quickly. Go. Here's the flat earth. There's Sydney, yeah. Australia on the right. There's Los Angeles in the yeah. middle. And there's Santiago, Chile on the left. Yeah. Los Angeles yeah. is more or less halfway between Sydney, Australia and Santiago, Chile, more or less. So why is yeah. it that it takes two hours longer by flight to get to Sydney from LA than it does Santiago? It takes two hours longer to get to Sydney. Wait, give me, give me those again. L.A. to Sydney is about I don't know, maybe fourteen hours. 
Santiago to Sydney is about 12 hours, but Santiago's way farther away. Please explain. It's because you don't know what routes these planes are taking. You don't know how fast these planes are going. That's the straightest route, bro. Straight line route. When you actually... When you actually look at flight routes, they make absolutely no sense on the globe. And when you look at emergency landings, they land in places that are absolutely impossible. Check this out. When you fly from Santiago to Australia, you go all the way up across America and down, right? And when you want to go to Western Australia, check no, that's this not out. How you, no, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Yeah. No, because dude, I've taken the these. I've taken. I've been to Australia did. twice. It goes direct from Santiago to Sydney. It does. So we'll move it on. Does. Okay, it does. So it does. Look, it does. But this is the route. Look, from Western Australia, it's a straight line. And but on the on the globe, if you chart it out, it's like why did they cut into the northern hemisphere? All these southern locations, origins, uh, southern yeah. mm-hmm. destination. Why do they go into the north? They never. Well, your map is that. wrong. So take that map down. That map's not right. Now, yeah, here, a second, second to last question. Yeah. How do you know? Since we've never been allowed on the ice wall, that the Earth is in fact round. We have a map. It's right here, and it's shaped like <laughs> a, a pan pizza. <laughs> Why isn't it rectangular like the maps I've been seeing my whole life? So, so as you look at the globe map, this is the globe map. All of the continents on the globe are the absolute wrong size. Okay, so why, why, you know, when they when they say flat earthers don't have a map, um, yeah, yeah, we do have a map. Check this out. This map was in every classroom and every library, and it's still used Hold today. On. I'm going to get, I'm I'm gonna get close think- to the screen so I could see this. It, it was taken out in the 1950s. They removed it from encyclopedias and moved it from schools. They removed it from everywhere, but it's still used for navigation today. Hey, what wait they a minute. Did, it, wait a minute. Yeah. What? You've got, on, where's the map? Put the map back. It looked to me, <laughs> I've been to a Barrow, Alaska. You, you, could, you cannot see, <laughs> Russia is not on top of Barrow, Alaska. <laughs> I've Absolutely been there. It is. You can see Russia. You can see Russia from Alaska. I flew. Absolutely. Yeah, but over by Nome, not from. This is exactly how the Earth I is, was and there. it's actually not much different on the globe. I must have been this high is as a different kite. on the globe. Okay. Yeah. Last question. So what last did, question. Last question. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you think if we ever are able to get to the ice wall, that the natives will be angry? <laughs> Um, they the 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 military will be angry because they'll stop you and turn you around. They don't want you going there. There's I, I, there's a hundred different companies that you can go to Antarctica, but they're all run by the same people. Okay, so. flatter Dave. That, I hope you enjoyed this idea. Cool, cool dude, cool dude. Go to flatterdave.com. I'm getting the fucking app, <laughs> and then I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna do the app challenge, Dave. You're a friend of this yeah. show, my buddy Mike. Oh, I outed him. <laughs> Flatter is my guy. I outed him. Hey, Mike. You know what? It, it, it's time that everybody came out. Hey, it's that, time that everybody came out. But hey, you know what? Here's the thing. I hope that you all listening start to be curious about your world minimum. And yeah. okay, you know, it's a little. Not, they, I, I believe we landed on the moon. I believe in Santa. Look at my screen one more time. Mm-hmm. Okay, these one are more the time. flat earthers that have the app. These are these are just the flat earthers that have my app. Right here in the northern United States. Yeah, they all live in right Canada. Europe. 
Look, they're here. The entire UK covered with people. This is the fastest growing awakening ever. This is the one that frees us from all of the enslavement that we have. Yep. Right? The, all of the, this. Let me leave it there. Dave, Dave, the Dave, Dave, Dave. We yes. have to, we have to, we have to move out of the end of the program here. I want you to watch this. No, stay to st watch this. This is Red conducting his own trivia with people oh in Detroit. It's Black History Month, so Red decided he would ask people what the, they know about a little Detroit Black History. Let's roll it. Hey, what up, though? This is your boy, Detroit Red. We decided to hit the streets of Detroit for Black History Month and do a little Detroit Black History trivia. See how many of our Detroiters and others know they Detroit Black History. Who was the first black mayor elected to the city of Detroit? Black mayor that I can remember? Uh, uh, Dennis Archer. Oh, I have no idea. Just give me a name. Take a guess. Oh, I, can't get, I couldn't even give you one if I tried. Who was the first black elected mayor to the city of Detroit? I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Look over your shoulder. Is it Coleman, Coleman Young? That would be right after a lot of helping and a big hint. Who was the first white mayor after over 50 years to be elected to the city of Detroit? That's Cobo Hall. Cobo, <laughs> Mayor Cobo. White mayor? Yep. Does it matter, male or female? William D. Ford. <laughs> Who was that? That was the mayor of Westland. Perry Ellis. Not right. Who was the first white mayor to be elected to the city of Detroit after over 50 years? 40, right? After over 50. Duggan? Is it, it's not, no, you said city of Detroit. Never mind, that's Michigan. <laughs> I'm going to say, you said city of Detroit mayor after almost 50 years. It's not Duggan. It's not, I'm trying to think, it's not Levin. I was thinking, man, I thought it was Mayor Cobo. Well, I guess it's not him, huh? <laughs> Wrong answer. Hey, hey, no help from the crowd. Here go one. Who was the first mayor to wear a diamond earring in the city of Detroit? Transporter, Scott. Nope. Kwame Kilpatrick. Remember he had the diamond earring, everybody was talking about him. Yeah, I forgot about it. A lot of people did. He ain't paid that many back yet. But anyway. What famous Detroit boxer was known for knocking out the Nazi in 1938? Was that Charles Frazier? No. I know it's who that is. The fist. Is it Mike Tyson? No. Is that wrong? Yeah, yeah, that would be wrong. You know Mike Tyson's actually still alive, so that would make him like uh, almost... Uh, well, let me do some math. Now you got me doing math. Uh, uh, it's like 118 years old or something like that. A boxer in the 30s? A boxer in the 30s. Yeah. A Nazi boxer. I'm going to say, what's his name? Muhammad Ali. You know Malcolm X, former leader of the Muslim nation, right? I know of him, yes. What was his legal government name before he became Malcolm X? Um... I don't know his whole name, Little. I do not know his real name, but I do know that his mother was a tremendous influence in his <laughs> life, that she lived 25 years beyond his death and continued to uh, keep his legacy alive. Malcolm uh, X's last, I mean, was the last name that he got removed.
Give you a hint. He wasn't big. Is it Malcolm Small then? <laughs> Dan, it's bad. It's bad. I'm supposed to be real conscious and pro black, but I don't. I don't. I can't think of it right now. Rick. <laughs> so I will say Jones like every other black person, but I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I cannot think of it. Um, Little. Little was his last name. Um, I don't know Marvin. What was his real name before he became Malcolm X? Man, I'm so bad. Can I follow what that woman said and say Jones? <laughs> you said she threw that out there. Okay, we're going to go with Jones. That's not right, but, and she wasn't right either. But anyway, <laughs> it's Malcolm Little. This is a bonus question. Okay. All right. What was Malcolm X's known nickname? Red. Final answer. Red. Final answer. Want a hint? Close. No. Um, well, yeah, go ahead and give it's a me. city and a color. I'm trying to think. What state was this man from? I had just read this book like not too long ago and just finished it. You must have read it really quick. What was Malcolm X's nickname? Red. I believe it was Red. Was it real? What was his nickname? Uh, Blue. I don't know. Arkansas Red. I don't know. Arkansas. I don't know. That's I don't know where he was from. Okay. So we going you say Arkansas Red? No, because that's a, that's not a city. So I'm just gonna go with Red. I don't know the other part. Okay, you got another half point. Yeah. You were half right. It was Detroit Red. Didn't we just meet? Yeah. Hi, y'all. Hey, this is Detroit Red, the other Detroit Red <laughs> from NBN News with some Detroit Black trivia. Oh, that was good. Good job, Red. Knock them push-ups out, brother. <laughs> I got to go do Cuomo in the other room. We'll see y'all on Monday for the No Bullshit Lunch Hour. Oh, I got some news. James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. He's been told to go home and, yeah. you know, convalesce. And really? They might be throwing him off the board. You know that uh, the guy behind the Pfizer yep. gotcha video and all yeah. that? Yeah. The guy that started it, really. Yeah, they might be looking into some money and whatnot. We'll, we'll, we'll have the report for you on Monday. Wow. All right.